stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, the Prime Minister today providing some more details on the uh, application process for the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, and that application process is now open. And clearly there is going to be tremendous demand. I think 240,000 people, he had said uh, already this morning, had applied. Uh, But we're going to see some big, big numbers, some pretty shocking numbers when it comes to uh, people applying for this benefit, applying for EI. And I think we're bracing to see some pretty bleak jobless numbers, at least in the short term here. Now, we don't know how long this is all going to drag on, and we're certainly hopeful uh, that we'll be able to get to some kind of recovery sooner rather than later. But uh, for now, this is having a a tremendous economic impact. The Conference Board of Canada out with some numbers today on just how dire the jobless situation uh, is likely to be. As a result of this, uh, joining us to talk more about it, uh, pleased to welcome to the program here this afternoon, uh, Pedro Atunez, uh, Chief Economist with the Conference Board of Canada, conferenceboard.ca. Pedro, thanks for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Well, thanks for having me. Well, in terms of what we're seeing already, uh, EI applications, uh, the applications for this this uh, new emergency response benefit, and I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that this is taking quite a toll on the economy. But what what are the indicators telling us about just how severe the the jobless situation is likely to be? Yeah, so um, we're actually taking a careful look. Essentially, what we've done uh, with the measures to uh, the social distancing measures to, to essentially stymie the the, uh, the impact of this virus on on, on the population uh, is to try and shut down as much as possible uh, any contact, and that's involved uh, shutting down major parts of the economy. So we've taken a careful look at which industries, very detailed look at uh, the, the list of industries and which industries have already announced layoffs and which ones we think will be most affected um, and uh, the numbers are really uh, flabbergasting early uh, we're looking at somewhere in the range of 2.8 million job losses uh, over the next number of weeks uh, so essentially looking at March and April. We do, and I agree, we do uh, think and hope that uh, we'll see a return, slow return to normal starting in May, but over the summer months and into next year, it will take some time. Uh, But nonetheless, this is going to be the biggest job losses we've ever seen, in uh, certainly in the modern uh, history of the survey that we have since 1976, but I think even further back than that. Well, 2.8 million jobs. I mean, that's a staggering number. What does that represent in terms of, you know, percentage of the total workforce in Canada? Yeah, well, essentially that's uh, 15% of the workforce, uh, if you can imagine that. We, in, in just a couple of months, we've really never seen anything like that. And for some sectors, you know, where we were surprised, uh, well, surprised, I guess, uh, earlier on, we, we knew that we were going to see some segments uh, like restaurants and, and, and bars uh, essentially being uh, being closed down. Uh, we knew that the transportation sector was going to be affected. We knew uh, that anything to do with sewer, tourism accommodation was going to be greatly affected. What we didn't expect was to see uh, essentially all non-essential businesses shut down. Um, and, and that means things like manufacturing. It means things like the broader retail sectors, uh, you know, we're seeing huge hits there. And when you do uh, all the math, when you compile all the numbers there, you, you start to see how big this is. Now, the number one hit in terms of the most job loss in an industry is the the food services industry, which we're, we're uh, looking at something in, in the range of 440,000 job losses just in that sector alone. Wow. Uh, what's interesting, too, when you find that, you know, that, that 
where, where we see lower wages, sectors with lower wages actually tend to be overrepresented in terms of these job losses. What, why is that? Well, I, I think, again, because of the, the essentially this is a, a shutdown in consumer spending. We're asking households in Canada to stay at home to not spend. And, and so we are seeing, a, 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 I guess, a disproportionate amount of job losses lost in, you know, essentially food services, as we just mentioned, accommodation, uh, retail. Uh, and all of these segments tend to have kind of the lower uh, the, the lower wage occupations. So in, in some ways, it's good because I think the programs that are being put in place that to, to you just described the uh, uh, either through EI or the emergency response program. Uh, they will cover a fairly substantial amount of those kind of uh, of, of the income lost in, in those uh, occupations. So there is some good news there. Um, I think the bad news, of course, is that uh, this tends to be younger uh, workers, tends to be students, um, and uh, we are going to see you know significant income losses for those groups. Now, obviously, I mean, you know, the grocery stores are, are still open and, and they're doing steady business. Uh, some of the big companies, Walmart is an example. They've been uh, looking for, for additional workers. So they've been hiring companies like Amazon have been hiring. But I, I suppose that's not really going to do much to offset what, what we're seeing in other sectors, is it? Well, yeah. So these are these are the kind of gross job losses that we're looking at at the where we think the industries will be hard hit. Uh, obviously, there may be some uh, demand push in some other industries and some other sectors, as you've just mentioned. Uh, we don't think it'll be enough to really put a, a dent in the, in the losses category. So um, this is just too big in terms of the, the closures that we've had across the economy. Uh, I think we're again where we need to. to Kind of think longer term and, and look at the kind of the, the opt if I can say the optimistic picture down the road is that this is obviously a very temporary thing. I mean, it, it, it may last a year at the most for some sectors. I think it will be longer lived. Uh, but we are going to start to see, uh, uh, I think, a recovery and easing in these measures starting in May. Um, and as we get into the summer and, and, the, and the fall months, we'll, we'll see uh, we'll see some of many of these jobs come back. Right. And I, I know a lot, you know, certainly what, what the federal government's trying to do is try to sustain as many jobs as, as possible through the, you know, not just the emergency response benefit, but more to the point, the wage subsidies so that, that employers can hang on to employees to try to get through this. But, you know, as you say, I mean, th this isn't going to be that, that kind of V-shaped recovery we're all hoping for, where a big downturn and then suddenly uh, a huge rebound. It's, it's probably going to take, it's, it's going to be slower, isn't it? Well, for, yes, for some segments, I, I definitely think if, you know, anything to do with tourism, anything to do with the, you know, where crowds gather, so arts, entertainment, uh, sporting events, and these things I think will be longer before the, before we see a full recovery. You know, perhaps we'll have to wait to, uh, to, for the vaccine to come. And again, the sense of that is it might take another year. Um, before we see some of these segments fully recovered. But I think when we talk about like all the shutdown in all non-essential industry or business, uh, I think some of these will come back. And as you mentioned, there are segments of the economy that are really in hot pursuit of, of workers um, because they've seen such a surge. And, you know, you think about e-commerce, you think about anything to do with delivering uh, uh, products and, and, and food. Um, and, uh, of course, in healthcare and other uh, in other areas, we're seeing, uh, you know, essentially a surge in demand. So hopefully some of this will get offset, but I, I do think we're going to see a big bite in, in the numbers in, in the coming weeks. 
All right. As mentioned, much more at uh, conferenceboard.ca. Pedro, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate the insight. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. All right, there you go. That's uh, Pedro Antunes, who is a chief economist with the Conference Board of Canada. So, yeah, those are some pretty staggering numbers. 15% of total employment in Canada, 2.8 million jobs lost in March and April. Uh, it's, it's tough to comprehend. Now, they're, they're hopeful that even come May, uh, we can start to see some of that coming back. For some sectors, as he says, it might take a lot longer. Others might be better positioned for, for a quicker rebound. But it's hard to know, right? I mean, it's it's hard to know where we're going to be a month from now and what we can, you know, where we can loosen things. I mean, probably our best frame of reference is to go back almost a month where we started initially to implement some of these measures because we didn't right away close malls. We didn't right away close restaurants or bars. So maybe you can envision some sort of an, a, a scenario where we were kind of like where we were at around March 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, kind of that, that range there, where you got some of these places that are once again open, retail stores are once again open, maybe some kind of limits or restrictions on how many people can be in any one location, but at least some of those places can still open. So maybe that's kind of the first step. So as he says, for some sectors, the, the rebound is going to take longer than for others. But at the moment, it's, uh, it is pretty staggering. Our number here, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.